our gracious heavenly father we thank you for your presence in our midst we are grateful that you are here to speak to us and strengthen us and encourage us correct us for some of us we will get a rebuke we'll get a reproof we'll get an encouragement but in all oh god we shall be built up we shall be edified to the glory and praise of your name so that we can do exploits in your house in jesus name amen hallelujah this morning i'm speaking to us on the topic redeeming the time redeeming the time amen hallelujah so for this quarter we have focused on or our focus is the rooted disciple and in the first month we have considered five key things in the first month we are in the second month of the quarter the first month our focus or we we we, we considered grieve not the holy spirit be better and not bitter imitate Christ's love the believer's way of life and giving in response to God's blessing i initially had wanted to keep this slide and then ask questions as to what did we consider last month but i have given you the answers already so in this month we begin with redeeming the time a rooted disciple of christ must know how to redeem the time we should not waste time for we live in perilous times and even when it seems that time has been lost let's work to redeem time amen we have seen the text already so let's go straight into the issues of redeeming the time verse 15 and 16 says that see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil beloved the sense of usage of the word redeem here is the same as in galatians chapter 3 verse 3 where we are told that christ redeemed us from the curse of the law so redeemed here is being used in the sense of purchase purchase the time buy the time not as in sitting around and not doing anything like how people say i am just buying time that sometimes is really wasting of time but in this sense christ paid a certain price to buy us out back to himself so that is the same sense that is being presented to us over here certain sacrifices must be made by us to buy some time very useful time because the days are evil and the time that we are speaking about here is in is what the greek call the kairos time the opportune time 
not the chronos, which deals with specific time or amount of time. So the opportune time, that is why some version says that make the most of every opportunity. But making the most of every opportunity really doesn't capture the thoughts clearly as much as saying that buying the opportune time. Amen? So what it means, beloved, is that God is saying that there is a way we should live our lives as wise children who purchase opportune time. There is a way we should live our lives as children of God who are wise, not as fools, but are able to buy some time which is most appropriate. The most opportune time we are able to acquire it, we are able to get it, and beloved, we are sharing this, or I'm sharing this with us, so that in whatever we do, we don't miss it when we have to buy the opportune time. Many have lived in certain ways and have lost several opportune times in the past. However, as rooted disciples, you and I have been given the chance in this passage by God to buy back some opportune time. To buy back some opportune time. Times have been where maybe you should have been doing some studies. You should have been, maybe you should have started a business. You have wasted time and you have been just, just been there, really not planning on doing anything. We live in perilous times. The days are evil. We need to do our best to buy the times. Hallelujah. Now, beloved, in doing this purchase, there are a number of things I can deduce from this passage that we need to do in order to redeem the time. In order to buy back time. In order to purchase time. And number one is that we should walk circumspectly. Walk circumspectly. Be careful then how you walk. So then walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Walking circumspectly is to look to it that you live or walk carefully or cautiously and accurately. Walking carefully. Being sure of what it is that you are doing. Many people walk through life without circumspection. They are not careful about anything. They don't plan about anything. And they just drift along. They just drift along. I happen to be in school with a gentleman who anytime we are going for lectures, he follows us. He also goes for lectures. It was in the final year that most of us noticed that he didn't have an ID card. He never wrote, entered any exams room. But interestingly, he was a captain of the football team. 
I was a captain. And we were playing games uh, uh, all over the place and they were winning. And everybody was hailing him. So in the final year, we noticed that the course that he says he was right, people were talking about a particular paper and how the paper was. And he didn't, he was not saying anything. So I said, ah, what's happening? You, did you find it so easy? Then a friend of his said that, oh, you don't know this gentleman. He, he, he's just a wanderer. He was just drifting through the school. And I'm talking about three years, those days, in the university, three years of his life drifting. Beloved, we should not let life happen to us. Young person thinking about getting married, there is no plan. There is no agenda. There is even no thought of prayer as to who oh, anybody I get I am like. So there is no thought, there is no desire, there is no imagination that oh, I, I am if, if I get this kind of person or that kind of, so what really are you praying about? Life must not happen to you and I. We must plan spiritually with lots of prayer and waiting on God. Don't think that when we say plan, it's all about sitting down and putting pen on paper and writing things that this is my plan and that is my plan. Prayer is also part of planning. Waiting on God is part of planning. In fact, without that, what you are putting on paper, physically or intellectually, may be suspect. It may not cut. So, if whatever we do, church, we should be careful about it. Plan well. We have a church to run. We cannot run church anyhow. We have to plan it and plan well. Hallelujah. We are leading men's ministry. We need to plan and plan well. Body of deacons must plan and plan activities, plan their leadership excellently. Things must not happen to us. We must be in control by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So when certain things happen all of a sudden to take away or take out what we thought we were doing on, uh, 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 of, of the course, we know exactly where we have got into. We know exactly what to do to come back because we have thought through it carefully, prayerfully, written it down, circumspectly and we are careful about how we live our lives and the things we do. Can I hear an amen? And I believe that many businesses we see around that survive, that thrive do not thrive without planning. Praise the Lord.
So, walking circumspectly requires us to be careful. Seek for information. Find out more about the issue. What is the background ideas? What is the environment like? Who is competing? What are the issues that you need to focus on? How can I be ahead of the pack? Those are thoughts that should come to us in our desire to walk circumspectly as children of God. He says that we should do that as wise children of God. Because you see, God is interested and he says that he, by, by reason of his spirit, he has given us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And he's also interested to show through us his manifold wisdom. So we have every opportunity and every resource available by reason of God and by reason of the Holy Spirit to live as wise. Because the all wise God is on our side. Hallelujah. The all wise God is on our side. So we have to walk circumspectly. Amen. And when we do so, because of effective planning, because of effective prayer, because of effective waiting on God, your time will not be wasted. Amen. You would have bought enough time before you realize you have so much time. I know a gentleman who went into an exams, as he was telling me, the, 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 quest, the paper was quite difficult. And the question that was given as compulsory was such that it requires you to produce or provide information on all that was studied for the semester. From beginning of the semester to the end of the semester, one question which was compulsory, you need to capture everything. For 60 marks. Then the other two, or other three, you choose two for 20 each. So this gentleman told me that what he did was that he started by planning his response. The first two pages of the paper was planning introduction like a table of content. Written all the way to the end. Then he started filling out one by one with speed. Along the line, According to him, he realized that time was beating him. So, he moved to the other two questions and finished them quickly and then came back to come and finish this once. It was left with about three or four points in his table of content. And time was up. According to him, the lecturer called him and said, he has never seen anything like that all his lifetime as a lecturer. He's never seen anything like that, ever. And so after marking, and as he was marking, and he gets to the last four, 
which he didn't have anything, he knew that if you had the time, you would have provided it. So he just gave him the mark. Gave him the mark. Gave him the mark. Gave him the mark. So, it is by prayer and planning according to him. Hallelujah. So, even though it appeared as if he had lost time and time was not on his side, when you pray effectively and wait on God effectively and plan effectively and you intend working circumspectly, you never waste your time. Even if it appears that your time has been lost, God will find a way of rewarding you for the time that you have spent waiting on him and praying and planning. God will honor you with the result that is desirable. Hallelujah. By so doing, you would have been buying time, purchasing time, by reason of the sacrifice of walking circumspectly. Paying the price or paying attention to detail and being careful, God will help you save time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, to redeem time, we have to walk as children of light. And I have a number of things on that. So I have four slides on that. Quickly, let's go through that. Walking as children of light. The seven to verse 10 captures that thought. I think there's a little more also in a, the next verse or so, but just let's focus on these ones. Now you are the light of the Lord. We have become the light of God. So we have gotten a new state of being. You are the light of God. That means our state of being is the light of God. Correct? So we were in a different state of being where we were darkness. But by reason of the blood of Christ and reason of the grace of the Christ, we are now the light of God. So in the kingdom of God, Take note, being precedes doing. When you reverse the order, you are, live, you are trying to project legalism and living by works. But it is not what we do that makes us to become what we become. But what we are, what we have become, causes us to do what we do. Amen. So we are the children of God. And we have become children of God. So he says that we should bear certain fruits. A fruit that comes out of being children of light. Or being light. Being children of light means that our father is light. Okay. Our parent or our father is light. So light beget light. Amen. So you and I now are God's light here on this earth. Hallelujah. And so the light should fruit up righteousness, goodness, and truth. 
So, issues about the truth, you know it. Issues about righteousness, living according to a certain way of doing things per God's standards. Hallelujah. Which he has imputed into us. And then goodness is an act of bringing something joyous, beneficial. Something that will promote somebody's well-being. Amen? So being right necessarily doesn't mean that you are showing fruits of goodness. So you can live righteously but make an effort he's saying here to bear the fruit of goodness. Let somebody experience some goodness because of you. Amen? And let people experience the truth because of us. And by these things, we find out, we discern. So it's not as if you are now going to be looking for what is pleasing to God. By the light that you are, you are able to discern, approve, affirm what is pleasing to God. Hallelujah. So sometimes you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the, the, the pleasure of God. It is right on your inside. Hallelujah. It is right on your inside. You are the light of God. You are looking for the pleasure of God from where? From the fruits that you are fruiting or bearing, you are able to show forth, find out and let people know or discern the good and pleasing will of God. Hallelujah. So, when we walk like that, as children of light, what it helps us to do is that such lives in, in, in verse 11, says, I have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Such life as we live, they expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, it's not an issue. You see, we are dealing with, are you with me? Please stay with me. Let's work this together. We are dealing with children of light bearing a certain fruit or fruits, if you like. Then, the children of darkness or workers of disobedience, they do not bear fruit. The scripture says that they work the works of darkness. Amen? So, by reason of our light or the fruits from our light, we expose those works of darkness that the children of disobedience do. So it is not so much even if you do get the opportunity to do that, it is not so much the case of having the vocation as a child of light, taking upon ourselves the vocation of uncovering the hideous acts of darkness that the children of darkness do. It is not so much the case of we having a vocation 
Because you see, the next verse says that it is even shameful to talk about it. So it's not so much having a vocation of uncovering and talking about it. It is even shameful to talk about it. But we expose them and the word expose actually brings us the thought that we convict them by reason of the light that we are shining and the fruit that we are bearing. It brings conviction to them. Having to see the case where you are because you are somewhere as a child of God, they say we can't say this. This one we can't talk about it. This man is here. Osofo is here. We can't talk about it. To the extent that sometimes, even when you a child of God, you say something or do something which by their mind is not correct, they are amazed. Hey. Bohun. Hallelujah. So, we should, by our lifestyle, by our lifestyle, not share in their works, for they are unfruitful. They don't result in anything good. But we have a life that bears fruits. So use that to bring those things to light and let them feel convicted. So your overriding aim in all this is to bring conviction, is to bring reproof, is to bring correction, is to bring deliverance to somebody who is in that line of the works of darkness. Can I hear an amen? When we do so, we are redeeming the time. See, when you are bearing these fruits, you don't have time for on what time? So you have time enough to go and be uncovering the works of darkness. You see, sometimes it is not so much the issue of painting a certain situation or a certain background black for us to see how black it is. But stand in the whiteness of your white and let it contrast with the gray or the off-white for it to be shown that that off-white is not white. Hallelujah. Stand in the whiteness of your white so that when you are in the background of even off-white, it will be seen that this off-white is dark. Because by the time you are trying to paint the Dark one, dark. Some of the black paints will spot your dress. Hallelujah. That is why I say it is even shameful to talk about it. So, let's spend the time walking as children of light. So in that office as a child of light you don't need to even be interested in reading 
verbatim the code of ethics in that office. Because you are the code of ethics. You are the code of ethics. Hallelujah. You are the code of ethics. The people see you, they interact with you, and they feel conviction. They feel that something, and they feel conviction, and they feel it even to the extent that you have so much love for them. To get them out, help get them out of their situation. Hallelujah. They feel it so much that even your love to get help get them out of it is, 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 is palpable. It can be felt. It can be touched. Praise the Lord. It is my prayer that God will help us so our light will so shine to make such works, <clears throat> such things feel so uncomfortable and they'll quit it in the name of Jesus. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11 in the NIV. He says that with this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God will make you worthy of his calling and that by his power, he, will, he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness. Amen. And your every deed prompted by faith. If we are to walk as children of light, it's not going to just be by our physical ability. Uh, anytime you are successful in walking as a child of light, remember 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11. It is the power of God that helps us so that we are able to find fruition of our every good desire. Our desire for goodness and our desire to do deeds prompted by faith. May God help us. Hallelujah. May God help us. And help us through and through. In that shop, may God help us. In our homes, may God help us. In our marriages, may God help us. In raising our children, may God help us. Hallelujah. May God help us. One of the challenges in our world today is raising children to the point of getting married to the point of getting a job and all that. And much as you want to, sometimes parents, we feel like we know what is right and good for our children. They too feel like they know what is up. They know what is up. You are coming to use your 1970s ideas. When we are living in the 2023, those things worked during your time. In our time, things are different. But we are children of light. Hallelujah. We need to redeem the time. 
it is critical to guide with as much good information as you can gather by yourself and from experienced colleagues and others to be able to provide enough information that will lead them to say, based on ABCD analysis, this is my decision. Otherwise, they will make the decision and you realize that after some few days or months or years, time has been wasted. Time has been wasted. Far be it from us in the name of Jesus. God help us so that we can help them to make the right decisions. Hallelujah. So they don't waste the time. And by doing so, you are purchasing, purchasing time. Purchasing time. The last point to purchase time is by being awake. By being awake and up from the dead. Verse 14, therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. When you fall asleep, you will drift off. Like that man who was sitting at the window when Paul was preaching. Eutychus. Paul was preaching and the preaching was long. And he was at the window. Maybe it was a window of opportunity. An opportune time for him to hear God's word. But he slept. And he felt, he, he slept deeply. And he fell off. And died. But for the man of God, they would have buried him. Hallelujah. So when you sleep, chances are that you will fall off. You will drift off and you will fall off. May God help us not to sleep. When men slept, an enemy went and planted tears in their garden. Do not sleep. Otherwise, tears will be planted in your farm. And now you have to be struggling with whether you should approve the tears or not. And you know, if you study that material, the test and the wheat are very similar. Very similar in terms of the blade. It is only when they have fruited that they can be harvested and separated. That is why Jesus said that the man said, don't uproot them. Otherwise, by so doing, you will end up uprooting some of the wheat as well. Because they are similar. And when somebody plants this in your garden... The tears will be competing with the nutrients, with the other plants for the nutrients. Don't sleep so that tears will not come into your marriage, into your business, into your home. Hallelujah. Wake up. Wake up. Tell somebody that it's time to be up. It's time to be up. It's time to wake up. Oh, tell him or her like you mean it. So stay awake. Stay awake with Bible study. Stay awake with fellowship. Stay awake submitting yourself to teaching in the church. Don't stay awake. Stay awake. Stay awake with sitting down and not only sitting down to do economics, 
to do banking, to do whatever. Sit down, deliberately sit down. You see, we think that that should be the preserve of the pastors and the deacons. Deliberately sit down with the scripture, with Bible to study it. As a child, child of God, deliberately sit down with a notepad and sit down and study God's word. If you see something you don't understand, we have Google. We are able to Google everything except the things of the scriptures. We can Google everything except God. I mean, Googling to find out what is the uh, interpretation of this passage. We don't want to Google that one. Study it. It is by so doing that you partake of God's divine nature. And spend time in fellowship. And see, church, let me tell you something. The days of COVID are long gone. As in how it used to be so prevalent and was declared as a pandemic. We are not living in such time. That is why some of us are gathered over here. Correct? So, I want to encourage as many of us who still are subject to or have chosen to do online service when in fact you can come to church. If you can come to church, come and let's share fellowship with you, with one another. If clearly you are not able, it's understandable. But by the time you are home and doing online service, whilst I am preaching and everybody here is listening, you have gotten up to go and take some tea. Cafe church. <laughs> and, and, and then you remember that you have to make a certain call. So you take your phone and you go and make the call. And by the time you come back, there are a series of WhatsApps you have to respond to. Then you respond to the WhatsApp. Then before you realize, the sermon is over. Have you done yourself good? No. So I want to encourage as many of us who are on online service, if you can, the tree man will say, make come for my I encourage you and entreat you to come to church. Hallelujah. Come to church and come for evening prayer meetings. Come and let's pray together. Hallelujah. A church that prays together stays together, they say. Come and let us spend time to pray together. The whole year. So it's been so difficult to come to evening service not even once in the month, at least once in the month, even if it is difficult and you're having challenges, try it. I tell people that when we come to church in the evenings and somebody has had a very difficult day and struggled throughout the day at work and gone through the traffic and has still been able to come to church and then we are lifting prayer and he's praying and oh, God knows. Even when he's praying and still yawning, God appreciates the sacrifice. 
struggling with the prayer topic and he's getting up. He doesn't want to sit down because if he's sitting, he'll sleep. He realizes he's dozing off. He's gotten up. He's walking around. That is a person who wants to stay awake. Hallelujah. Stay awake. And up from the dead. For those of us who are already Christians, we are not dead. We were dead. But now we are alive. Only that sometimes we doze off. So we have to stay awake. Hallelujah. The rest of us who have not given your lives to Christ, we are being called to rise from the dead and submit our lives to Jesus. And Christ will shine his light on us. And we will no longer be darkness, but become the light of God. So in conclusion, beloved, the days are evil. Time is running out. We are being called upon to redeem the opportune time now by walking circumspectly, by walking as children of light, not partaking in works of darkness, convicting them with our lives as children of light, and by being awake and up from the dead. So Christ will shine on us. Amen.